Dead men tell no tales. Fifteen men on an dead man's chest. Yo ho ho and a bottle of rum. Drink and the devil had done for the rest. Yo ho ho and a bottle of rum. What will we do with the drunken sailor? What will we do with the drunken sailor? What will we do with the drunken sailor? The ship with black sails that's crewed by the damned. Welcome aboard the Black Pearl. Welcome to the Black Pearl Show. It's a Pirates of the Caribbean cast. It's the daily podcast where we analyze, scrutinize, and plunder Pirates of the Caribbean films one blimey minute at a time. And as gibbeted gluttons for punishment, we break out the rum and explore not just the films, but the expanded universe and all things pirates in additional scurvy-ridden episodes. It's the first and longest-running fan cast, which broadcasts five and sometimes six freaking bloody days a week. Guess what? What? It's here. Hold on to your monkeys. That's Jack the monkeys, by the way. Because we are finally delivering the minute breakdown of Dead Man's Chest. New episodes will be available each weekday. We are finally leaving all the lies behind. Well, I'm anyways. <laughs> yeah, we lied. That's what we do. We're liars. Pirates. Pirates, there you go. Well, most of the lies anyways. I can't promise we're not going to lie. But some of the lies we've uh, left behind. What fun is having a pirate podcast if you don't peddle in the untruths every now and then? I don't know. That's what I thought. You're not a pirate then. Well, we are pirates. That's why exactly. we uh, we promised and we didn't deliver. Yep. Oh, and we did a whole hell of a lot of that. <laughs> but we're putting all that aside. We're going to forgive you guys. And we're just going to go ahead and do what we do best. Arr! Well, <laughs> we do semi-okay. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> it's about time we are living up to our promise. And basically, we let everybody down. We know that. We hoarded a bonus episodes during the hiatus, a failure to post new ones weekly, as we said. But now that Dead Man's Chest is here, it's a must we stop all the freaking lies and just get the show rolling. We're enjoying vacation a bit too much. Hell yeah, we were. <laughs> and then there were some weird things happening. It was just a, a hiatus of weirdness and, yeah. and fires and smoke, too. But maybe I should just give that excuse a pirate like you suggested. Pirate. That might be well. Anyways, I'm Scott Artist from ScottArtist.com. And I'm Heather Artist from BlackPearlMinute.com. By the way, I do want to announce that Heather finally realized she's part of the club. The Nerd Club. Mickey she, Mouse Club? No, not the... Yeah, right. I mean, you tried to blame me for your conversion, but I contend it was always hovering just below the surface and it recently bubbled up. What are you talking about? You're joining the Nerdum community. No way. This popped up as we were venturing into the latest superhero movie. And mind you, she fell in love with, yes, a little Yoda plush doll that just had to have. She just had to have it. Yeah, I'm the nerd here. She's the one who needed a Yoda from all places. The always reasonably priced movie theater. <laughs> he was And cute. not only that, she got me to get it for her by saying, oh, we should get this for your sister. That ain't going to happen. By the time we were going into the actual theater, she was cuddling this little thing. <laughs> This thing's really cute. I don't know if I'm going to be able to give it up. Yeah, now it's sitting on, of all places, a mantle above our fireplace, for God's sakes. He's got, Yoda! He's got fuzzy hair on the back of his head. Hey, I didn't say I didn't like Yoda. <laughs> I'm just proud that you joined the club. 
I mean, it really is so apropos that you wanted a Yoda because here we're seeing the transition to the nerd side is now complete. You require no more training. I don't think so. I also had to remind you that this happened long before getting a Yoda. And this is also while you were watching a superhero movie. These things are stacking up here. You can't deny it. You're in the movies watching a superhero comic book movie. You want a Yoda. Yeah, but I go the to the evidence, superhero. If it walks like a duck wait, wait, and it wait. quacks like a duck, it's a duck. I go to the superhero comic movies to, with you, for you, because that's what really? you want to see. Okay, let me remind you this aspect then. The, the granddaddy of all of them. You have a Pirates of the Caribbean fan cast for crying out loud. Yeah, you've been riding that nerd train for a long time now. Pirates isn't nerdy. You have a cast that's like really getting into it. I say that's into the geekdom zone. I'm not say, saying it's fully I, there. I say you don't know what you're talking that's about. That's possible. I just want you on the, our side. <laughs> but you're there. I'm not saying that's the only one. But if you put all those together, you got yourself a badge. I'm not so sure. It's always good to realize where you are in this world. And you did it. That way you can embrace it. Just embrace the, the dark side now. Well, I mean, just saying. However, your nerddom is not why all of us are here, though. I mean, we don't come here just to see you nerd out on pirates or geek out on pirates. But thanks for joining us for minute one. Freaking minute number one of Dead Man's Chest. Hey, this is the most exciting minute of the movie. That it is. Because I am all giddy with excitement here. Probably more so that we're getting back into the groove of a regular schedule. Because I really need that. If I'm just free floating... I'm procrastinating. <laughs> you you guys right. may have noticed that out there. <laughs> yeah, I procrastinate. And so now that I have this weighing on me, I have to get it done. If you guys out there would have started sending emails, well, more so than you did, because a lot of you did start sending notes like, where the hell are you? And weren't you supposed to come back? Didn't you lie? What is going on? Yeah, we got all those. And I responded to most of them. You and procrastinate it started on the others. Yeah, that's right. I'm still procrastinating on replying to all the other ones, but I'll get there eventually. But at least that there's a schedule to get me back in the groove and that'll keep me going now. Now we're going to have through the episodes. We'll have those daily as we promised. Eh, most of the time. <laughs> I mean, it's really easy to get distracted by life and miss out on all those things that really matter. Like Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> to all those new listeners out there, I say welcome. To all those tried and true fans out there, thanks for making our inaugural season a great success. We had a blast doing it. Yeah. We're glad to be back. Now let's have some euphemistic drunken sailor fun. I'm sure something may pop up during the season. Yo ho ho. Oh, you got it there. Especially the drunken part as Heather is indeed a co-host here. So there's no short of drunkenness that's going to happen. Most likely. Very true. Got my rum right next to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's time for minute one of... <laughs> 150 for the second movie in the multi-billion dollar pirate franchise, Dead Man's Chest. But I don't have a previous minute great breakdown. I just got to go with the serious rollout. It's always uh, the downfall. So yeah, minute one begins yeah. with three full seconds of black, an appropriate lead up and anticipation build up to the debut of the new Walt Disney Pictures animated logo, which runs a full 30 seconds. Actually, I get kind of excited when I first see this castle come up. Because the very first see thing you see is a flag. Really? Yeah, yeah. So you're going into it? I haven't finished my minute breakdown. Uh, How dare you? Already? <laughs> are you? Are we getting? Are you hijacking the show again already? We just started. Okay. So let go me ahead. finish the breakdown, then you can go on. Oh my god! How many more of these? 149 more to go. 
The Disney Pictures logo gives way to the animated Jerry Bruckheimer Films logo. Surprisingly enough, is void of any text that actually identifies the logo as being a Bruckheimer film. As the lightning and oak tree fade to black, dark, rippling ocean waters fill the screen as the reflecting, golden Pirates of the Caribbean title fades in and just begins to fade out before the minute ends. As far as movies go, our first minute is essentially 13 seconds of the actual start of the movie, and we don't even get a subtitle. Okay, you want to jump right in, but let me just... Can I just give a couple of no. sausage making things real quick? Sausage making? Yeah. Already? Behind, yeah, I got to do it. Because you know the rules. I want to know. No. No. <laughs> Whoa. Not talking about sausage making. I didn't. Not sausage playing. Sausage making. The, the dirt behind the scenes. Oh, okay. Because you know the rules. It's not. Because you know the rules. If it's not in the current minute or a minute we've already covered, then it really doesn't exist. It's not supposed to exist yet. We don't know what happens. So we will be. Biting our nails, waiting for a potential subtitle. Ooh, how scary. In the next minute, possibly. Hopefully. I'm just guessing. I've Otherwise, never seen this movie before. we will not which, know which movie we're watching. Exactly. Before we jump into this exciting minute breakdown, because Heather's jumping at the britches, jumping at the, the seams, biting at the... What's, I can't even think of that. What's that? Bit. <laughs> biting at the bit? Walk the plank. Jumping at the bit. No, jumping. that doesn't See, that's not right. it. Oh, my God. We don't even know what's going on here. We should probably let everyone know which movie format we're working off of, just in case any of you want to follow along one blimey minute at a time. Dead Man's Chest coming from the Pirates of the Caribbean 4 movie Blu-ray collection. And as far as all the different reference materials, I think we'll just mention those as we see fit and use them instead of running down a list of books and all that fun stuff right now. Does that sound like a plan to you? Maybe. Okay, hit us with your breakdown. Since you were so chomping at the bit. Got it. Nailed it. Chomping at the bit. I was not jumping at the bit. All that stuff you wanted to bring up. Chomping. Did you say biting at the bit? That's none of your business. That's in the past. (laughs) (laughs) Chomping at the bit. So anyway, as I was saying, I kind of get excited when the Disney logo starts coming up. The top of the castle has the flag. And it so reminds me of a pirate flag. I don't know why. it's. It almost pauses up for me. To show this flag. I don't get it. But it, I got excited when I seen that. You know what? Actually, I got a lot of good logo stuff here for the Disney logo. Do and you logo stuff? Logo stuff because this animated logo for the Disney stuff. Okay. And you're going to be excited about it apparently because you're already excited about all that stuff. But what's interesting, you're not alone. While I was doing research on this, thousands of people out there were all excited to see this new Disney logo. All these Disney Anna people, these Disney... Fans uh-huh. were very excited about this new logo and the change from this kind of white castle blue field logo that you yeah. probably have seen to this animated one. And there is actually a special significance with this logo and Dead Man's Chest. Really? That there is. So I think well, I'll just kind of get into... I guess I had reason for excitement then. That's right you did. Because I was wondering, what exactly were we going to cover in this first minute that was basically occupied by... A series of logos, actually. One of which was directly applicable to the movie. And even that one was setting like this dark tone, much like the original film. But once I started really looking at the Walt Disney Pictures logo, I discovered a number of interesting things that are worth discussing. Especially since we don't have any real pirate action happening now. You may have noticed. Pirates! Yeah, that's right. Good job. You know what we're covering here. Pirates. <laughs> Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard the Black Pearl. There is a Disney pirate reference in the logo. If you noticed it. The flag? Not the flag. God. 
you're really scrutinizing and analyzing this minute, aren't you? That's what we do. Yeah. You're not holding up your end of the bargain. So the, at least they're throwing us a bone, though, as far as Disney goes with this logo in this first minute, this first 60 seconds. I mean, we talked about the Bruckheimer Films logo during season one. Uh-huh. So I'm not really going to go over that again because we talked about all the elements of that during the Because it hasn't scene. changed. Yeah, it hasn't changed. But there is something that... Yeah, so I think that that would just be something that you'll not hear us talk about. We're just going to leave that off because we did talk about that. Right. And if you want to go listen to that, I think we were we covered that in the end credits, actually, when we talked a bit about that when it came up at the final minutes of the movie. I think we talked a little in the beginning credits, too. I don't know about that. They weren't credits. They were the first minute of the movie. Possibly, but I don't know. I don't think so. I think Heather's making up stuff. I remember. So let me set this thing up with the logo. Let's just move along. Let's just pretend that didn't happen. And let's pretend you were being gibbeted or something. Something happy thoughts. We'll just think some happy thoughts about that. So we fade into a view of a starry night sky and the clouds on the bottom of the screen. We then start flying down through the clouds and pan down to a very clear view of a river nestled between some small dimly lit towns and villages. A train is running down the railroad tracks and a ship is on the water. We then fly past a flag atop a castle. There you go, Heather, your flag. And pan down as we see some fireworks going off. The fireworks are almost finished when we almost reach a comfortable position in front of the castle. When the fireworks finish, a very small dot appears way closer to the castle and then moves to the right side. The dot then draws a line over the castle, followed by falling sparkles, I'll call them for right now. Walt Disney, in its well-known script, fades in from the front of the main gate of the castle. And after that, pictures fades in below that script. There's some great stuff with this logo in that this is the eighth logo for the company and it officially debuted with Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Man's Chest. This new logo was first seen in movie theaters with this movie. Oh, really? Exactly. The trailer didn't even have the new logo in it. That one had the seventh logo, but when the movie hit the actual theaters, moviegoers were greeted with this new Disney animated logo version. No wonder we're so excited about it. And the internet went crazy. There were tons of people that were so excited to see this logo. People were commenting about how just seeing the new logo is worth the eight bucks that it cost to get into the theater. To they loved it. It filled their hearts with just that magic, that magic yeah. kingdom feel, the Disneyland vibe. People really went nuts for it. They loved it. I didn't really look up haters, so it's possible there's haters out there. All there's you haters just haters. shut up haters. Anyways, we don't care what they have to say. People really liked it and were just thrilled to see it. Apparently, a lot of movie theaters, people started clapping during during that logo scene. Wow. That's how much it was well received, how much people loved it. Wow. Yeah, it was like a little movie unto itself. And it is. It's 30 freaking seconds for this logo. That's a mini (laughs) movie in my book. That's half our minute. (laughs) That is half our minute. So in 2006, this marks. When the Logo Classic, as we're going to call it, was officially retired and Logo Modern was introduced. It was a fully computer-generated animation logo. And since 2006, all variations have spawned from this version with only one major change to the logo. The wording. In 2011, the company dropped Walt and pictures from the title, leaving Disney as the sole moniker. Figured I needed to say moniker again because I believe I said it in the last episode, the bonus episode. It's the Parrot Word of the Week, I guess. Moniker? Yeah. By the way, you better have a freaking Pirate Word of the Week to kick off Season 2. And we should do that now before I forget. Do you freaking have a Pirate Word of the Week? You don't! I can't believe you dropped the freaking Pirate Word of the Week ball. Didn't we go over this? You have like one job. 
Avast, ye matey. Is that really one, or are you just making stuff up right now? That's really one. That's a pirate word. I know. Actually, there's a couple of pirate okay, words Okay, then there. what's the origin? Give us a little history of it. How oh, dare you? You forgot pirate word of the week. You blooming cockroach, you forgot it. <laughs> I'll send you to the deep. Boy, you got soft during the Stop hiatus. Stop there, friend. Is Stop the meaning. there. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's what the it means. Well, you know what? This is a pretty piss poor showing for the first episode. I actually thought we were getting rid of it for some reason. You don't like Pirate Word of the Week? I just thought you were getting rid of it. As a tear rolls down my cheek, I thought we were doing Pirate Word of the Week. I thought we were going to continue with all that stuff. Really? I well, did, I didn't. There's your ad hoc freaking Avast Ye Matey. We probably covered it in the last one. Oh. Yeah, she's just rekindling old pirate words and... It's possible. How dare you? I mean, okay, forget it. You know, next week, next, next Monday, week. you better have a pirate word of the week or you're going to be just beat down. That's next crazy. Next. You have so few tasks on this thing. You just got to roll off the couch, like I said, and show up. <laughs> once might, a week, you come up with a pirate word. Pants. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? Back to the logo. I mean, that was the biggest letdown. I mean, that could have just come out with a bang. And instead it's, wah, wah, wah. You kind of should have given me heads up. I should have given you heads up. Uh-huh. I'm supposed to give you heads up on your task for the podcast. Uh-huh. For the show. It's been a while. The longest running and first Pirates of the Caribbean fan cast. And uh, you dropped the your ball. Your co-host needs a heads up. Like I said, I got to do everything again. Back to the logo. As much as it pains my heart that our debut episode lacking Pirate Word of the Week could have been something really one. spectacular. Vast you made it. Get the hell out of here. I had a phrase, actually. We already went over that. We're not revisiting it. It's Pirate Word of the Week because it sounds better, but it could be a phrase. Because Pirate Word or Phrase of the Week didn't work for me. As much as it seems intuitive that either Disney or Pixar, being CGI and animation masters, would have created this modern logo, turns out they outsourced that to Yuko and Weta. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What about all the Imagineers and Pixar and oh, they're too busy to do this? I guess it's below them. They're like, no, we we just do movies. We don't do logos. What the heck? Really? Yeah, they outsourced it. Yuko was asked to help refresh the Walt Disney Pictures logo, adding a journey through the landscape of the Magic Kingdom before revealing the familiar Disney castle, which obviously now has been fully rendered in detailed CG animation. Yuko designed it to the pre-visualization while Weta produced it. That's crazy. Crazy talk. That's what I said. Or is it Weta? Weta or Weta? I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. I'm, I'm sorry. sure somebody will correct us. Say Weta Weta. Weta Weta. Weta Weta. Oh, dang it. Anyways, Weta Weta, by the way, is a company based in Wellington, New Jersey. New Jersey. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do my famous crazy New Jersey accent from the last one. Wellington, New Zealand. It was founded by Do you Peter- have a New Zealand accent? I don't, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it was founded by Peter Jackson along with two other dudes. That just two other dudes? Yeah, two other dudes. Peter Jackson, do you know who that is? You're giving me the blank stare. No, Are you no. kidding me? Yeah, I do. Have you ever seen Lord of the Rings? The famous... Of course I've seen Lord of the Rings. Okay, then. He's the one who directed that. Okay. There you go. Weta Digital is part of a number of Peter Jackson co-owned companies in Wellington, which includes... Wet- Maybe it's Wel- Weta. I don't know. The Weta Workshop, Weta Productions, Weta Collectibles, and Park Road Pros <laughs> Productions. Or Weta. Insert your Weta Weta here. And besides the cool stuff they do, the best part about... Damn it, it's here again. Weta or Weta. 
is that it is named after the New Zealand weta, one of the world's largest insects. Yeah, their company is named after one of the world's largest insects. And I was curious about that claim. That's a bold claim. Largest insect, or at least one of the world's largest insects. So I had to look it up. I needed to check it out. Okay. I had to. So if you're squeamish, this is not a bug you want to see scurry across your foot. Perhaps a little cricket-like if you look at it. Maybe Jerusalem cricket, you know, kind of what you call a potato bug. Okay. Those nasty looking things. The eye-popping fact is that this giant weta, weta, it has an overall length of about eight inches. Seriously? That's a nasto big bug. That's like huge. That it's is the size huge. of my foot. Oh, you got a you got an insect on your shoulder. You got a bug on your shoulder. Holy Jesus, it's a dinosaur. <laughs> I'm so glad we do not have huge bugs like that here. Yeah, that would just not be good. No. Who wants an eight inch? No. <laughs> you need a shovel. You gotta get rid of it. There's a bug in the house. Break out the shotgun. (laughs) Anyways, the new logo has some cool characteristics. One of which I mentioned is that the camera pans the Magic Kingdom, which is cool. You get an overview, a flyover of the Magic Kingdom. Uh But there is a train and a ship. And according to Yuko, I went to the source here. Is it Black Pearl? The ship is, in fact, Captain Hook's pirate ship from Peter Pan. Oh, wow. Connection. There you go. Connected. The train I'm not quite sure about. And I've heard a few hypotheses referencing the Disneyland train ride at the amusement park. It's probably park. Thomas the train. Thomas the talking train? Does he talk? I don't know. Not even sure. Thomas the train. He's a, Is that the train that gets blown up in train. Ant-Man? When no, it, he's a blue train. In Ant-Man, when they blow, the, tra- the train gets expanded into really big size. Oh, probably. Train. Okay, see, I know what you're probably. talking about. If you add a Marvel element to it, I may be able to understand what you're talking about. Now you're speaking my language. (laughs) High five, nerd. (laughs) You even lifted your hand. Fist bump. So it could be, so maybe it's referencing the Disneyland train ride at the amusement park, or I heard that maybe somebody was claiming, maybe it's the train in Dumbo, but I don't think that's it. And to even the Thames train getting back to a Peter Pan reference. So I'm not really sure about the Dumbo one, as I said. I think that's just uh, somebody making stuff up. Yeah. Quit making stuff up. That's our job here, sir. That is our it's job. It's probably the Disneyland, the one in Disneyland. It's possible because that's a famous ride that takes you around the entire Magic yeah. Kingdom. And when they were going where you're flying over Disneyland, I mean, that's the whole theme of the... Yeah, but but listen to this. I okay. got a, I got some evidence that maybe it isn't because it's maybe it is the Peter Pan Thames train after all. Because there are... A ton of Peter Pan references I caught in this logo, in addition to the possible train. Okay. The song playing is When You Wish Upon a Star. Okay. So actually, it's an orchestration of When You Wish Upon a Star, composed by Mark Mancina. And Mancina has worked on two other Disney films, Tarzan and Brother Bear. Thought I'd just throw that in as a factoid. But Peter Pan is where I was at, before my butterfly mind just went off on tangents like Heather does. So we mentioned the Captain Hook one already, the Captain Hook ship. The dot I mentioned earlier is obviously Tinkerbell, who mm. zips across the sky and drops a bunch of pixie dust that right. really give rise to the Walt Disney Pictures script and, you know, the text. The stars in the beginning of the logo are in this field of smaller, dimmer stars. Then you have what I call this medium size and bright star. So it's medium brightness and medium size. And to its right is a larger, bright, twinkling star. It's really going out of its way to twinkle. It's a twinkle master, the star. But like they say... You got to take the second star to the right. The second star of this one that's really obvious to the right yeah. is the bright one. Peter Pan. Isn't that how you get to Neverland? You got to take the second star to the right? I think so. You're giving me the bug eyes. You don't know. Do you know anything about Disney here? 
do. You, I think in the last podcast, you belittled me for not knowing something. Now I'm coming up with this stuff and you don't even know it. Something about second start of the right. Sounds like a Peter Pan reference, right? They go to yeah. go out there at the window and take the second start of the right. I think I kind of ghettoed that up a little bit, but you know what I'm saying there. You did something with that. And the view of the Magic Kingdom is quite similar to the color and feel of Peter Pan and the kids flying to Neverland when they're going over the city. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm wondering if it's actually a Peter Pan reference, but I wonder if I missed anything on that. So if you know anything out there, folks, let us know. But I saw a number of Peter Pan references in there. Other notable logo facts for this, say, new logo time include prominent castle and the logo type. The castle itself is a fusion of the magnet. So Heather confirmed it. She was able to smartphone her way to the internet and uh, look that up for me. It is Peter Pan. Second star to the right. I just bow to my own genius sometimes. So there I go. I wish I had looked that up. I'm glad I didn't look it up. I'm glad I... I'm... I'm, I don't know. I'm not glad I looked at that. I'm sad I looked it up. There you go. That was a jumbled mess right there. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. The castle itself is a fusion to the Magic Kingdom Cinderella castle and then the Disneyland Sleeping Beauty castle. The flag, which is Heather is really excited about, is the flag on the castle. Perched atop the spire is the Disney family coat of arms. Oh, really? It is composed of three lions, passant, and pale. If you go to Disneyland, the Sleeping Beauty Castle displays the coat of arms, which was not originally on the castle, but was placed there sometime in 1965 on a plaque. Hmm. And then you can get a much better view of it. It's really hard to see the detail perched upon the castle and the logo. Yeah. But when well, you it's, look it's at it and really compared, dark. Yeah, when you look at it and compared to the plaque, you can tell that that's it. And then you get a real clear view of it. And the last of my logo facts is a bit more basic and back to the roots because the Walt Disney font is based on Walt's handwriting, by the way, if you didn't know that. I didn't. I said. He writes very nice. I know what or I'm talking about. he wrote very nice. Uh, he might be still writing. He could still be alive. That guy was just a master. Maybe he's like Elvis. He faked his own death. Now, I said that was the last of my facts, but I do have something a bit more sinister, and it's just perhaps... Maybe it backs up this crackpot theory I developed in our last episode where we talked about the Disney theme park. You know, the Pirates of the Caribbean rides we were talking about. Yeah, about the death. Well, I surmised that I was glad that Disney didn't ditch the seven deadly sin, you know, lust kind of thing. But kind of simply traded it for another one, Gluttony. Remember that? You might recall, take your kids to Disneyland to go sinning. That was kind of my theme. I recall. And it really is fun for the whole family. It is. Well, it turns out conspiracy theorists have made a pitch that the Walt Disney text itself, this logo, contains a direct message from the Antichrist. The Mark of the Beast. Yes, 666. Well, now doesn't Pirates the Caribbean and all that debauchery now make a whole lot more sense than we know that there's a hidden satanic message in the Walt Disney logo? That's what I thought. Well, one of the six is, sometimes it's backwards depending on how they draw it or which one it is. Other times it's not, but... Can you just imagine that Damien, I mean, he wouldn't just blatantly put these 666s in an obvious position. They gotta, gotta have a little throwing it around, making it difficult to, uh, to decipher. I mean, you gotta make people hunt for the sign of the beast. It's just common courtesy. Ah, what a great way to start. Little Armageddon, a pinch of the end of the world talk. And really is the perfect segue into the end of this minute. Dark ocean waters. Not angry, a bit swirly, but it's not real angry. No. The sea was angry that day, my friends. No, like an old he wasn't. man trying to send back soup in a deli. It's actually a little calm. It would have been so much better if the sea was actually angry for the appearance of the title. Because then that Seinfeld reference would have really made sense. But 
I've always loved that one. The C was angry that day, my friends. Oh, well. I see the sixes, but one's backwards. Yeah, but then there's another one that they can do where it's actually part of the little loop if you carry it around. So one can be backwards, one cannot. Hey, choose your own mark of the beast. <laughs> if you like the backwards one, more power to you. You said it was his handwriting. I mean, huh? you said it was Walt's handwriting. It's based on it. It's not exact. Mm. The logo itself. I didn't say the, the logo. Hey, okay. I'm just bringing you the facts I, n- from the world internet. That's it's just... Conspiracy. It's dabbling in conspiracy. Hey, I'm not a conspiracy Mark of the Beast theorist. I just wanted to bring all the stuff that people say. And that plus is... it tied into what we were talking about last time. It did. And but the whole know, uh, just... sins. I didn't you know say how. it had any real... Le- <laughs> I dare you. I didn't say it was like some legitimate, had a bunch of validity behind it. I'm just bringing you the stuff. It's a choose your own adventure. You guys want to believe in the Mark of the Beast out there and Walt Disney logo? Go for it. I don't peddle in that kind of stuff, but I'm not going to bury the facts. Okay. The supposed facts. Yeah. The crazy minded facts. Yeah. Hey, just go to Pirates of the Caribbean and have your pirate action fun. And hopefully they have that 18 year and older ride coming soon. Black sales type. <laughs> I'm not so sure I have much to say about the golden Pirates of the Caribbean that fades in and begins to fade out before a minute ends. So what I did is I hearkened back to something I did in season one and I kind of created this list it's a a list of my likes with it i like the cold dark unfriendly looking waters reminds yeah, it me was of kind of eerie water but it wasn't in turmoil it was no just... it was kind of uh swirling about and just but it's just it eerie. wasn't yeah it was the really dark yeah i like the you know there's sharks underneath well there's sharks underneath i'm sure but uh do i have to say something about the bruckheimer logo after all because i really do like the fact that the thunder so i guess i'm really not leaving out the logo for bruckheimer but this isn't really about the logo itself. It's more about the audio of the logo. So maybe that's part of it. I don't know. But I like the fact that the thunder that is part of his logo continues on long after it goes to black and continues to rumble when the water appears. So it becomes mm. the logo audio transitions into part of the storm in the audio and the sound effects that we're hearing for the start of the movie right. with the water. So I thought that was pretty cool. It's like a seamless transition that becomes part of the opening sequence. Bravo, you masterminds over there at Disney. So there you go. I have now officially covered the Bruckheimer Films logo and said something that we uh, did not mention in season one about it. That's because we couldn't because it was not in there like that. I like the Gold Pirates of the Caribbean title and how it shimmers and reflects on the dark water. Perfect contrast. Plus some sound effects to give it that metallic feel. I really like that. Okay. And I like the underlying score that is setting up a bit of this dark tone. It's eerily reminiscent of the opener Curse of the Black Pearl. Things are getting creepily exciting. Yeah. So other than that, I don't have much else to tackle here. What are you talking about? I don't want our cannons to explode prematurely with all the general facts. Otherwise, what in the hell will we be talking about through all the other 149 episodes, which include the always entertaining credits? We're going to leave that one. What? What happened? Nothing. Uh, your mind's always in a gutter. So yes, returning segments this season with Pirate Word of the Week. <laughs> Heather. Really we bad eggs. It. Really bad eggs where we present our favorite lines from the movies covered over the last week. And who knows what else may pop up in one of my many moments of sheer genius, of course. Plus, I'm debating if we're going to bring back a season two giveaway. Some people have asked and it was fun. So just perhaps we need to think about doing one during this season, maybe. Sounds good. Not right away. What? But after people have a chance to jump in and realize we're actually dropping episodes and no more lies. <laughs> all those people that abandon us and go, oh, they really did come back. Those lying bastages. Yeah, Pirate Word of the Week letdown. For all your Pirate Word of the Week letdowns, 
Come to Monday, minute one. Here you go. <laughs> I did a pirate word of the week. I know you didn't. I did. That was not right. That was made up. It didn't have any it facts behind up. it. And you used it, it last real. year. Last season you had that. It was real though. I don't even know what to say. Anything else on your end? Do you have any factoids? Any Anything you want to share? No, I shared them all. Thank you. Yeah, and that Avashi matey, that was a stonehold killer. People are just falling over going, oh my God, did you hear what Heather just brought to us? Avashi matey. She just brought it home. All righty then. Here's to minute one and me getting my butt back in gear and managing our social media as well. I'll see you guys back on social media. Yeah, about time he does it. He's got to do all of it. We'll be back tomorrow with minute two. Eh, Most likely we'll be back tomorrow with minute two. No, okay, we'll be back tomorrow with minute two of Dead Man's Chest. Until then, you dirty, filthy bilge rats, let's keep the horns swoggling to a minimum. And the drinks of porn. You've had plenty of drinks, a vasty matey. <laughs> You've been listening to the Black Pearl Show, and we appreciate it, scallywags. <laughs> Heather, I know you're still on pirate time and kicking back with the booze, but you may have noticed... Actually, who am I kidding? The only thing you've noticed lately is the inside of the Faithful Bride Tavern. Anyways, our procrastination has paid off yet again and Season 2 is here and we are willfully unprepared. Maybe we can distract people with a Jack Sparrow wave of the hands and send people across that thing called the internet. Check us out on Facebook.com slash Pirates of the Caribbean Minute, Twitter.com slash Black Pearl Men, Instagram.com slash Black Pearl Show, soundcloud.com slash pirates of the caribbean that's for best of clips and by all means give us a plug and review on itunes we'd appreciate it mateys oh and let's not forget the facebook cursed crew listeners group for post episode discussions that's actually a lot to remember especially if you're in a foggy haze like heather just go to blackpearlshow.com and everything is there at the click of a button perhaps i should have just said that from the beginning This is a Shoutreach Media Production. Pirates don't need no stinking disclaimers, but just for fun. I think all you dirty, filthy bilge know that Disney and Bruckheimer Films have no affiliation with us at all, and we have none with those blooming cockroaches. We talk about Pirates of the Caribbean, which is their property, and all that other fun stuff. But I think it's obvious what's ours and what's theirs. There's no need to blur the lines or stir up a bloody rum-filled sweat. As for the music... That's with permission or licensed under Creative Commons. So let's give a shout out to Ross Bugden, Six Nail Coffin, and Tommy Wynn. The rest? Well, that's just me. Oh, and maybe Heather.